I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is a Friday. It's the 26th of August, and this is the COB, the stuff you need to know about business and markets and plenty more besides. In this case, I've said it before this week and over the past couple of weeks, but reporting season as well, right, Andrew? Yeah, well, it's pretty hard to avoid, isn't it, <laughs> at this point, other than that other big event, which is uh, we're about to get into. Um, look, I've been making that poor pun of falling into Jackson Hole. Let's see if we can get through the other side or it's just going to spit us out because um, everyone is talking about Jackson Hole. I'm actually quite surprised and some um, other commentators are speaking to too are a bit surprised perhaps that so much appears to be hinging on the words of Jerome Powell when he steps up. Yeah, I spoke with Matthew Sherwood today from Perpetual and he says this is all much ado about nothing. He said the symposium is not the opportunity that central bankers, particularly Jerome Powell or the U.S. Fed, has ever taken to give forward guidance because the market is thinking, well, maybe they'll indicate that uh, once rates rise, they'll stay at a level uh, elevated for quite some time, i.e. there will be no dramatic pivot coming through next year if uh, some of the data slows down. But Matthew says, like, what's everybody on? Because this is not what the intention will be. Of course, everybody's going to parse through. Is he more hawkish? Is he more dovish than the last time we heard him speak? But he said, and he's hopes for getting anything. Uh, you know, he's thinking people should dive into that hole into a big bath of cold <laughs> water, I think, <laughs> right. is the gist of it. Yeah, because we're not going to hear from him as far as what the next move is going to be, whether it be 50 or 75. I guess it's lieutenants are out there talking about that. Instead, we've heard from the likes of uh, James Bullard and Esther George uh, overnight, who once again talking about, listen, perhaps the markets, I mean, it's what Bullard had to say, that the markets have misread it. They misread inflation. Oh, how clear do you have to be? Uh, okay. Just the markets misread inflation. <laughs> yeah, okay. But um yeah, seemingly saying that interest rates will remain higher for longer. I mean, that was my read of it. But it didn't do anything to dampen sentiment. We had a positive session on Wall Street through the overnight period. I mean, the S&P 500 was up by 1.4%. And uh, our local yeah, market... tech stocks actually yeah. Had, yeah, they had a good run uh, overnight. And yeah, as you say, today on the local market, up around a percent. Yeah, and that brings us into positive territory excuse me, week to date. Um, but if we just sort of deviate from the macro, because we don't have the answers right now to the whole Jackson Hole conundrum, what we do have uh, is some perspective on how companies are traveling. Um, I just spoke with the MD of West Farmers, Rob Scott, Andrew. Um, we had a good conversation. Look, he's really pleased, I think, with the business's diversity, particularly in the chemicals and fertilizer and lithium space. No big surprise there as to why. Bit of a chat about the Aussie consumer, obviously. Um, really confident in uh, their strategy going forward for growth in digital and in the healthcare space. So with that purchase of Australian Pharmaceutical Industries. 
Um, but he, again, comes back to skills, and he reckons that it's the skills shortage, obviously vested interest for West mm. Farmers, big employer, but he said he's actually, he, he believes that it's one of the biggest challenges facing the nation, and that's why he's willing to weigh in when it comes to the job summit and productivity and, and you know, policy changes that need to be made. Yeah, that was certainly one of the headlines uh, coming off the results this morning was staff absenteeism, which is affecting not just West Farmers, but other large businesses such as Qantas, of course, as we saw this week, and uh, Alan Joyce copying a lot of criticism saying, you know, they laid off 10,000 workers. They just haven't got back there. And as a result, you go flying, your bags don't, necess- not, don't necessarily go with you at the same time. But you talk about West Farmers. Um, that was certainly a focus today, uh, given they reported. We had, um, we had Scott Phillips from Motley Fool uh, taking a good look at the, um, at the retails. That's his favourite stock in that sector. Yeah, he's looking more favorably on some of the big names. So if you listen to that interview, um, he he also talks about Coles and Woolies, um, you know, bellwethers that reported this week in terms of consumers and margins. Um, Yeah, he talks a lot about just where is the upside coming through for companies? You know, even in Bega Cheese today, it was one of the best performers. But he's like, where's the real upside? Like, are that many more people going to all of a sudden start eating Vegemite that aren't already or (laughs) Bega Peanut Butter? Or, you know, consuming milk. So he's just sort of questioning where the big leg up is coming through for some of these real consumer-focused companies. But, yeah, you'll have to listen to it um, to get his full view. But you, you wasn't West Farmers' stock of the day? It was indeed, yep. Um, where that was uh, with Nathan Somersandaram from Deep Data Analytics and uh, also Adam Dawes from Shore & Partners. So they took a good look at... Um, that business with, uh, and we all agreed, we're still going to Bunnings, we're still going to Kmart, and along with the rest of the population at the same time. So let's have a listen to uh, their rating on the stock. I've always liked Wes Farmers. I think it's a buy. I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a buy uh, here. I'm really comfortable with it. Most of uh, Wes Farmers customers are in the mortgage belt of Australia. Uh, so further interest rate rises are going to affect them going forward. So there's a little bit of uh, tempered buy, maybe I say there, but uh, comfortable uh, with Wes Farmers. And I'm really interested to see how their healthcare division is looking, especially with Priceline now starting to be wrapped up inside of that. We're going to get some more numbers on that probably closer to the end of the year. But again, uh, very comfortable with Wesies at the moment. I think Wes Farmers is good, but you're buying a list of private equity. It's not one you want to trade, but look, you see the trade come back around June 30. That was a great buying time. And if you're a long-term uh, holder, I think you buy these listed private equities on the pullback and West Farmers is one of them. So it's not one you trade, it's one you buy and hold for the long-term. And I'm pretty sure uh, West Farmers will continue to do well. All right. So that's what Nathan and Adam have to say. Double buy for West Farmers. Going to the investment committee. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's already in the portfolio, but if it's not, it will be considered. Anyhow, Andrew, um, we had a number of other companies reporting today. Uh, PEXA had a good chat with the CEO there. Still doing really well, really sanguine about any slowdown in the property market. They've just got such a big chunk of the business here in Australia, and the shares were up about 3%. Mentioned Bigger Cheese already, Costa Group Mm. um, taking a bit of a hit when it comes to, oh, I should say, being smashed about with the avocado business um, and buybacks. You know, we saw Qantas uh, announcing a buyback 
bit controversially considering it uh, got bailed out by the taxpayers, but we'll put that one to the side. Jumbo Interactive today looking to buy back shares and its share price is up, you know, three, three mm. and a half percent um, around there. Um, on well the flip the side... Well, no, I was just going to yeah. say the other news of the day, uh, separate to what we're hearing from earnings, is as far as Ramsey Healthcare. So they went into a trading yeah, right. hold. KKR, yeah. uh, the private equity firm, has pulled its, uh, its offer... So it'd be fascinating to see where that goes because uh, so much has been made, and we we're actually we're talking about that too on the on the call today because uh, we were looking at, at healthcare stocks in general. Um, Adam's saying, "Well, perhaps you should have sold when that bid first emerged because it has been down since then for Ramsey, uh, but it appears to be over an issue of uh, due diligence or a lack of access thereof." Hmm. All right. Yeah, that was a twenty-eight billion dollar bid. That's a big one. Um, but there have been. Other stories outside of reporting season, Perpetual's bid for Pendle. Uh, lots of analysis out there about whether or not this is a risky move. Do these uh, mergers sort of end well when it comes to the big fund managers? Um, so we'll see on that one. Uh, what else happened this week? I'm just thinking a bit of, bit of M&A activity, Perpetual, Pendle that I just mentioned. I guess a bit of a wash up coming through from Nearmap, accepting that offer from Tom Bravo. And... Uh, in other news as well, what? Oh, look, to be honest, Nadine, you're going to have to go back to the website and check because we have spoken to so many um, so chief true. executives, so many companies reporting. Yesterday, I think, was the peak, wasn't it? We had a lot coming through. Probably. Yeah. Um, but the, the consistent theme, Andrew, it's costs and it's uh, skills. Yeah, I think jobs, that's the key one, as you pointed to, uh, the cost of labour and also uh, the lack of labour out there at the moment, which is uh, an issue that just doesn't seem to be solved. But, of course, we do have that job summit, so it's going to be fascinating to see whether they actually come up with anything solid mm-hmm. in that regard. So, Nadine, also just looking forward, of course, beyond um, Jackson Hole, which is sucking up everything at the moment, uh, we've also got the, the uh, PCA, PCE core deflator out tonight as well, mm. which is the preferred measure of inflation as far as the Fed is concerned. I was uh, also speaking with Brian Nick from Naveen this morning. He was saying a more interesting read is going to be personal income and spending, uh, which is coming to us uh, because the American consumer, much like the Australian consumer, I guess, is still spending in the face of these rising rates. Huge. I put a chart up on screen today in the 10 o'clock. It came from Unusual Wales, which is a Twitter handle you should follow if you don't. But consumer finance, consumer borrowings, you know, debt, um, consumer credit was the word I'm looking for, growing exponentially, the biggest, I think the second biggest monthly rise since records were kept. And uh, again, spoke with Matthew Sherwood. He's like, yeah, that's exactly um, showing strength in this really topsy-turvy economy where you've got talk of recession, yet you've got such a low unemployment rate and you've got um, still a lot of stimulus around and you've got, you know... um, wages rising. So every data point, I think, is just really important. And guess what? Guess what it is next week already? It feels like we just had it, but it's non-farm payroll week yep. next week. All right. And uh, forecast there that uh, another 300,000 jobs added. So it's not slowing down. It's going in the opposite direction, which is obviously of going to be concerned to the Fed. Perhaps there'll be reference there from Jay Powell. Also, lots of PMIs coming to us next week as well. Yeah, particularly in China. So that will be one to watch because, of course, we've had a couple good solid days in terms of Chinese equities because we're starting to see more stimulus flowing through in China. I had a good chat with uh, Tim Davies from Whole On Global this morning. It's uh, on the Global View. If you search the Global View on your website or your app, um, I'm not going to give too much away, but he's basically talking about Team A versus Team B. 
and where you want to be as an investor in this global world as the sands shift, as the power dynamics change. I mean, they're heavily invested in the UX, but he's giving that a lot of thought as to whether you would rather be invested in companies and uh, countries that are emerging rather than flailing in terms of, of debt. Uh, interesting, interesting conversation. Um, and another data point yeah. next week too. Because <laughs> <laughs> so many look, it is important. US home sales, yeah. uh, they are falling. Obviously, I was I was trying to think who it was, but it was a prominent funds manager uh, that I was reading about uh, earlier today who was saying that is what he's watching. Uh, much the same, I guess, as we're seeing here in Australia, or at least forecasts of where prices are going to go. Because, of course, it's about that negative wealth effect. If you're feeling as though you're, the value of your home is falling, well, that actually is a huge concern and it's going to, in fact, uh, impact uh, how you spend into the future. Hey, Nadine, I'm just looking out the window and everyone's saying, we've got to get ready oh, for the, I, I, <laughs> the I'm, I'm ready. Call. I'm ready. I was born ready for that kind of <laughs> So I think thing. we better sign it off okay. there because, uh, yeah, lots to consider over the weekend. But we're going to do it all again next week with I more earnings. I cannot wait. I can't wait, but I do hope you have a good weekend. And to Andrew and everybody else out there listening, thanks for joining us on AusBiz throughout the weekend, the COB podcast. Um, we, uh, we look forward to joining you next week. See you later.